It's the first Saturday of October, and a young man in his 20s is sloping back from a local grocer's. His headphones are on, and he stares blankly into the distance, clutching a bag of food. He's looking forward to the fry-up he's going to make himself when he gets home. He smiles to himself. The man's name is Eric, and little does he know that by the end of the weekend, he will have been thrown into an existential crisis. Everything he thinks he knows will be called into question. I've spent the last month or so trying to work out what occurred between three people and a half-eaten packet of bacon. Where did it go? Who, if anyone, ate it? And what does it mean that after all this time we still can't answer these questions with any certainty? This is Taken. Whether you find the evidence or not, someone took that bacon. The thread goes like this. It says, from me, who ate my bacon bits, you fuckers? He can sometimes be a bit of a devious scrounger and has little to no respect for other people's personal belongings. This ceaseless interrogation of the soundness of my own mind. So I was alone in the house with bacon, yes. I came back the next day after having spent the evening out and my girlfriends had been to a party and lo and behold, when I come back, it's not, it's not in the drawer in the fridge. It's not in the middle of the fridge. You can imagine my confusion. I'm thinking, where's the bacon? bacon. I bought it yesterday. Less than 24 hours ago, I had a half pack of bacon. <laughs> a full pack, in fact. Um, and it had gone. So this is where we start, with Eric making himself an after-dinner snack on Sunday evening, only to find that the bacon he had bought the previous morning was now missing. But it's not just Eric's version of the story that we're going to be hearing. There are three more housemates, and I should take the time to introduce them now. Firstly, there's me. George. I was only in the house for a few minutes during the time that the bacon went missing, so my alibi is pretty strong. Between you and me, I didn't do it. Then there's Eric, who you've met and whose bacon went missing. The third and fourth housemates are Theo. Thomas Hughes Morgan, but I go by my middle name of Theo most of the time. And my full-time occupation is cleaning up after Al and Eric. And then I do part-time work for the government on the side. And Al. I'm Alex. I'm a barrister. While the two men share various similarities, there are a few major differences. Al is a classic extrovert. He derives his energy from being around others. He is constantly open, friendly, sensitive, occasionally anxious, at times impulsive. Yet for every moment of anxiety, one can find another example 
of confidence. For every impulsive action, another example of shrewd restraint. He can at times be a difficult character to pin down. In contrast, Theo is uncompromising with a self-discipline that gets him up at 6am on the dot every morning to write. As opposed to Al's extroversion, Theo could be considered more of an introvert. He spends hours and is happiest reading books. And while he's not a stranger to being in the centre of attention at a party, you get the sense that he prefers time alone. And while it's impossible not to love Al the moment you meet him, Theo's more of a Marmite character. You either love him or you hate him. Theo once described himself to me as the sort of person that he probably wouldn't be friends with. We'll focus on each of them in later episodes, but for now, I want to lay out the timeline. Eric purchases the bacon on Saturday afternoon. It's discovered missing by Sunday at 7.30pm, so the bacon was stolen at some point in the interim 18 hours. We can split Saturday into three parts. The afternoon, when Eric and Theo are in the house together. Saturday evening, when Theo has the house and the bacon alone to himself. And late on Saturday night, into the early hours of Sunday morning, when Al and his boyfriend George arrive back from a big night out. This gives both Theo and Al windows of opportunity in which to have eaten the bacon on Saturday. Sunday also has three periods of interest to us. Theo wakes up first and has a few hours downstairs alone before George and Al get out of bed. Then, during the morning, there's a long, drawn-out vegetarian brunch. Finally, Eric returns in the early afternoon and he and Theo stay in the house until the bacon's disappearance is discovered. Everyone involved agrees broadly on this timeline of events but the specifics are hotly contested and shrouded in mystery. A mystery that I will attempt to unravel. We'll be talking to the three housemates, as well as friends and family, in an attempt to understand who took the bacon, and why. As I go through the evidence I've collected, the hours of interviews, mountains of notes. There's one thought that I keep coming back to, and it's this. Why am I finding this so difficult? Why am I having to do this at all? You see, it's happened before. Food has gone missing from the fridge, and someone has just owned up, said, sure, it was me, sorry, I'll buy you some more hummus or whatever. What made this time so different? Why, still, will nobody admit to knowing anything? Well, the fact remains, the bacon is missing. Someone is lying. Next time on Taken. I mean, the more I think about it, 
I think this had to be a lone crime. I think if Al and George had done it together, I think one of them would have would have cracked. cracked by now. Yeah. 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 I think George is George is weak. He wouldn't he wouldn't be able to handle the pressure. Al would laugh. He wouldn't be able to handle it. Theo. Theo could. 